let's start with a brief introduction of Inox because you have a beautiful company with an impressive track record in terms of sustainability. Uh, I'm the founder of uh, Inox. Uh, this year we exist for 30 years. So, you know, I've just passed 60. It is a real mission in my life. And that is a parallel to our mission-driven company. We are an energy services provider for buildings, buildings that yeah, emit most of the CO2 in the, in the built environment is uh, 35 to 40%. So that's a huge chunk. And we have set as a mission as a company to lower that to Paris proof uh, standards. We are about with uh, 300 people, a bit below. Uh, we are what they call a system integrator. So we uh, provide all the services around energy, sustainable energy for buildings. And from the engineering, financing, realization, and then also exploitation, often during long-term contracts. Uh, but we don't install uh, ourselves. We buy the products and the installation capacity to uh, do all this, and then we finance and uh, exploit it. But it's uh, energy as a service model. And also when we look at the topic of this year, uh, act for a better tomorrow, uh, ESG and impact investing is really on top of uh, uh, the agenda, especially of investors. Uh, are you both uh, active in commercial real estate and also non-for-profit markets? Yes, public real estate and commercial real estate, uh, even uh, swimming pools, anything in the built environment, often for what we call multi-site companies. So we work a lot for your, uh, your target group, uh, asset managers and investors, uh, the larger parts. Yeah. Uh, that's what uh, is our customer group. Yeah. And in the, in the road to Paris, uh, measurement is extremely valuable. Can you give us some insights about uh, how you measure and also uh, in terms of what do you measure? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, if you are starting as an asset manager with uh, a program to sustainability, then you need two things. First, you need grip on your energy flows. And second, you need grip on your investments into this uh, sustainability program. On the energy flows, you need metering and monitoring. Often that gives you a fairly good insight which buildings are polluting, which buildings are performing up to standards. And you can also adjust with the tenant, share data with the tenant to work together to lower the energy consumption. Then on the second part, that's the uh, program of a grip on your investment program. There, uh, it is wise to make a roadmap based on energy audits, so that you have a long-term uh, roadmap towards the Paris-proof status. And we consult our customers, our asset managers often, to aim for Paris-proof 2050, because that's the climate agreement, but in two steps. First, 2030, and then the step to 2050, because technology uh, is developing rapidly on all fronts, on insulation, on heat pumps, on solar panels, on hydrogen. So if you take, try to take a one step, you get payback periods 
uh, in our internet of 50 to 100 years. Yeah. So do a two-step approach, 30, 2030, 2050, and then you can in two steps uh, get your building up to standard. Yeah. yeah, because in terms of investments, uh, when you look at the existing stock, it takes a lot of capex. And uh, one of your, well, let's call it specialities is also energy as a service. Maybe you can share some insights about this investment proposition. The idea is that uh, for asset managers, uh, their core business is, is the real estate asset, yeah. the building in what kind of can be residential, non-residential, industrial, but the building. And the whole uh, area around uh, energy investments, let's say solar panels, batteries, uh, heat pumps, uh, the smart grids, the whole thing around that, that is a non-core uh, part. Often there's also fiscal reasons that uh, you, you, an, an asset management company cannot get other income than rent. So we set up a, an SPV, an energy SPV, per building or per portfolio, and that provides energy as a service in an open book program, and the energy uh, SPV, the uh, unit, attracts capital, and we can uh, also put that capital in, in diff different forms, uh, so that uh, the investments can be done and the tenant can be supplied with energy as a service, so that the tenant also can contribute to all the investments. And so the write down is not only on the cost of yeah. the owner, but shared with the tenant for a large part, who has lower energy costs, so he can contribute. Yeah. And we call this energy as a service. Yeah, so also no split incentive issues anymore. Well, you have always have the negotiation, but it's from a uh, open book base. Yeah, and the, uh, the, the advantage for the tenant is guaranteed by us or by the energy uh, SPV. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that gives everybody in a positive cooperation mode instead of in a split incentive, you know, I don't want it much. Uh, so true alignment in the road to Paris. Yeah, you get cooperation instead of uh, opposition or uh, slowing down uh, movement. And that's exactly what our machine is, you see, Ron, that's it. Great. Well, thank you for this interview, Philip, and uh, also appreciate it to listen to your thought leadership. Thank you.